0: betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc
1: last week on the poison rana patreon we talked all about battle royale 2 requiem in a brand new episode of Up Yours.
2: And in my favorite scene of this movie, and the best death, is him in slow-mo, jumping as if if he's, like, catching the rugby ball. He's got a rugby ball. He's scoring a try. Yeah, so he's got a rugby ball, and he's diving with it as beep, beep, beep. And they do add the whatever CGI, that you can call this, of his head popping off. Yeah. so best death in the movie because i always have like it, it
1: is the best death it is just ridiculous like so stupid
2: why yeah like but oh sure okay. yeah yeah all right yeah okay war is bad i get it t-shirt. yeah yeah exactly get this show plus nxt retro reviews wrestling reviews movie reviews and so much more over at patreon.com slash poison rana and it's only five bucks so what are you waiting for
1: Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch we burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know
2: what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. You found us on PostWrestling.com or whatever podcast app you choose to use. And of course,
1: we are live on youtube.com slash PostWrestling. Hello, Postmarks. How are we doing?
2: Hello, Postmarks. Hello, NXT friends. friends. Hello, Tadpoles. Hello, Universe. Hello, you know, I heard something, a throwback one today, actually. Hello, TV Land. Remember that one? I don't know if we're on TV, but some people do watch us on their TVs. Some people do, yes. Hello, Podcast Land out there. How are you all doing? Yeah, it's Tuesday night. means we watched NXT Mm -hmm. and we are going to talk about it. We're going to spend our evening discussing this. Uh, Oh, our mic is off. I I think
1: we're okay. (laughs) I I think they're on a delay.
2: All right, well, hopefully our mic is on. Uh, well, it's Tuesday night. Uh, hopefully our internet's working. Mm-hmm. That's always seems yeah. to be the issue. Uh, yeah, hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. We are on the road to stand and deliver, it seems. We, we had a big NXT tonight. Some title changes. Everything going on in the world of NXT we're going to talk about. There's a lot going on in the world of wrestling. Obviously, the WrestleMania Presser happened last week, uh, and Okada wrestled Tanahashi for the last time. Yeah. Osprey wrestled his last New Japan match for now, also, last week. Uh, We chatted all about it on our show called Poison Rana, so search that in your podcast app and hit that subscribe, and check out our show from Sunday where we chatted a bit about the Vince story that seems to always, uh, there's new stuff. Every week, it's Still seems. developing, yeah. Yeah, we talked a bit about Ashley Massaro as well. We talked about uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, The New Beginning, which seemed like the season series finale for some. Um, and what else? We chatted about a bunch of... Uh, the, Re- the WrestleMania presser. AEW
1: and, yeah, the WrestleMania presser and this uh, kind of changing main event scene for WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, which if you see the commercials they're pushing and what the storyline looks like it's the tag match for night yeah White.
1: they they kind of continued that on raw last yeah. night uh, seth coming out and saying he's got cody's back and i still like i feel there's like the right promo in there to explain some of this but we didn't really get it last night from cody yeah he was like you guys did this for me it's like no dude you said <laughs> i gave it to the rock yeah pretty
2: much <laughs> you gave it away you cody. gave it away yeah, yeah. He, he, as his song says, yeah, right? give it all away. Yeah. And give it. He says he'd give it all away to claim his kingdom, but that yeah. doesn't make any sense really now. You know, Downstate is teasing a, a remix of the theme for Mania
1: why 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 i don't i don't want to heard the remix the
2: snoop, snoop dog didn't work it <laughs> okay was... they said that they I, they tweeted like a little while ago saying that they might get this vocalist to join them for like a new newer updated version <laughs> and again that's no, just yeah, makes me, makes me
1: think. so they so sorry they're getting a new vocalist basically
2: i i don't know if like because maybe I, they...
1: I saw them perform it live in yeah, yeah 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 and they're just hey we want to play mania We've got someone who can actually sing our song.
2: So, like, maybe they get, like, someone else, like, maybe a fa- someone famous, another singer to, like, jump in. and Andrea Bocelli. Wow, that would be wow. beautiful. Like, Wouldn't But, that... that no, but, like, that's the slow down, like, you know, nine-minute version, orchestral. It's WrestleMania. Do yeah. it. Slow it Slow it down. I don't know. Wh- who do they got in Philly? Let's get Meek Mill coming out with. I don't know what else in Philly. Gritty. <laughs> coming out with Cody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, who do you want to see? Jump on the Downstate remix, and it's not Snoop Dogg. No, I, I'm gritty. Will be involved in
1: the Logan Paul match, won't he? Right, yeah, his Somehow.
2: prime and something, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Who, who is Khalifa? Is he from Philly? I'm trying to think of like Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I don't know, but yeah. Who do you want to see on it? Let us know because it could be great. Maybe get Usher. Yeah, could get Usher, hot off the the Super Bowl could get him to, to help out with the Kingdom remix and come out there. It'd be pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, but wow, that was extremely loud. That was very loud. Is that how you normally no. have your alarms? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, everyone's just yelling at you right now. My ears are ringing. Uh, so yeah, it seems like the the Mania tag team match is going that way. That's pretty cool. I, I, can, I can get down with that like The Rock wrestling, a tag match, cool. Maybe they should explain it a bit more. Really, the explanation is, yeah, Paul just can't wrestle. So it's just going to be Seth is basically like what it is.
1: I I think there's, yeah, there's ways in this story to make it work with Seth. I think think he should actually pick up the win. Everyone's saying he's there to eat the pin. I think he should get the win in the tag match Mm. Um, because I think there's a – he's – he needs to like validate himself more. He's doing a good job, but with this kind of new secondary title that everyone sees that way, I think in a way he's got to shut their mouth by beating them as well. Yeah.
2: So, um,
1: I, it makes a better match with him in it as well. For sure.
2: Yeah. I'd say like when it comes to the wrestling out of the, the, the group, like Cody and Seth are the two, like real workers. Mm. Roman only wrestles like once or twice a year. It seems like that. And normally his matches aren't, that exciting at least for me but really if you get the, those four in the mix it's Seth who and Cody would probably do a lot of the work yeah. but but like no Seth is there to eat that pin I think <laughs> definitely like the rock pinning Seth helps Cody beat Roman the next night and then basically is like hey I beat a champion you're not a champion anymore. I mean, you could still go Rock Seth night one, which then, like, like I mentioned on the mm. other show, flip the titles or something, but I don't know. Uh, but either way, I, I'm, I'm okay with that tag match. Yeah, the Rock too. is wrestling. It's cool. And we are getting Cody versus Roman night two. So, yeah, so far. Think like, it sounds great. Yeah. So far sounds pretty good. So super uh, interesting there. Um, we recorded a bunch of shows and we have a bunch of shows. Uh, Elimination Chamber is coming up in a few weeks. And, and, man, and Bronson Reed's not on it. He'll, he'll be in a singles or something, right? Yeah. Like you would think. Is Like, is there a reason behind that? That's so bizarre. It's like, man. Bigger names than him, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So who's in it right now? Randy? Randy, Drew. L.A. Knight and Lashley. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, it sound Doesn't sound like... But who, who else would you add to that?
1: Uh, so you've got the... Uh, who are the other matches you got Logan Logan Paul's probably going to be in it right and who's the other qualifier I forget yeah I <coughs> don't have the bracket here. but
2: also but then also added to chamber is DIY and uh judgment day yes for the tag title so that sounds pretty good too so.
1: uh no don't
2: wait no it's it's British strong style. sorry British strong style yeah sorry I'm messing up the the tag names but yeah okay right uh, so so yeah, that's that's sounding like an alright show. Maybe the Rock slides in and wins the chamber and uh, does get his title shot. So the winner of this faces Seth at Mania. Yes, and we would what presume it's if you had Gunther, I'd say it would be him. But I don't know it of those four necessarily. I'm wondering if it'll be Randy. Yeah,
1: yeah, because okay. uh, he's a big name, and I I think you might be going Drew and Sammy at Mania. Right, because uh, they're kind of feuding right now, and as we mentioned on Sunday, Drew and Seth has happened quite a lot in the last year. So, yeah, I I wonder if you you have Randy be Seth.
2: Yeah, possibly. Yeah, that could be okay. We've seen it at Mania before. The 30, Mania he cast in, yeah, it was like, pretty good. Yeah, it was all right. The RKO, the famous yeah. RKO, but yeah. Uh, so okay. they, there's some things going on with Mania. So Chambers coming up. So we decided. Oh,
1: Dom, as well.
2: Dom's. Oh, right. Dom will probably be. It. In it. Oh, then he's winning the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to face Seth at WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's a decision for for that. Uh, we decided to look at a retro elimination chamber for the Patreon, as selected by you people. Join our Facebook group Poison Rana in Facebook. Find the page like that. But there's a group too to join, and we put up polls, and you selected SummerSlam, two thousand three. So we're spending our winter in the summer for SummerSlam 2003, the review coming out in the next week or so, where we'll be looking at the second ever chamber with Goldberg, Triple H, Randy, Jericho, and Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash and HBK. Yeah. set them all. Yeah. Kevin Nash with the shaved blonde, the, the shortened blonde hair like the Punisher movies, Kevin Nash. Very odd. Very odd look for him. Uh, This week, we also looked back at Battle Royale 2, as picked by family member dan reed we reviewed battle royale last year and well he just wanted to hear us review the second one which uh was not as good as the first one but we had a fun time reviewing the movie and going through it and making fun of it and uh check that out if you're into that kind of stuff and some sweet trivia involving tarantino and so forth um and then we also did uh was next talking about some old nxt as we tend to do talking about uh the post A rival show. But this week, we are recording a show on Thursday. Our second ever Poison profile looking at the Nation of Domination. We are celebrating Black History Month by looking at this iconic stable in the world of wrestling. And we'll be joined by one of the hosts of What Up Doe, B. Detroit. So look forward to that on Thursday.
1: Yeah, this might be the most we ever speak about crush
2: crush who for those who are like wait why would you be yes crush was in the nation of domination as was uh savio vega savio vega as was owen hart yeah as was happy black history month everyone (laughs) so we're gonna chat all about that the rock farouk and more so can't wait to talk all about that so that'll be out on the patreon as well looking at the history so send in your i'll put the feedback up uh maybe later tonight uh send in your favorite moments and matches and stuff like that Davies made a sweet list that uh we're going through watching all the big moments and stuff and matches and everything in the history of the whole faction of the nation so looking forward to chatting about that so patreon.com slash poison rana five bucks to become a friend and you get all the podcasts coming out and everything in that back catalog so you can go back and listen to to everything i know it's valentine's day we like about a year or so ago for free i put out our moments of love so that's somewhere out there yeah
1: we had our moments of love we had um what else did we do? We, we did, a, did a Bret Hart. We did a Bret Hart. We've we did done did an Owen Sean, Hart as well. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Heartbreak Kid. That's right? right.
2: Yeah, yeah. We've done a lot of Valentine's Day specials. This is your yeah, warning. Yeah,
1: to do uh, have, uh, Best Match Ever, Greg the Hammer Valentine. For
2: yeah, we could, yeah, we'll keep holding that one off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. Oh, sucks. Forgot to do next year. Yeah. No, there's always, always next year to do that one. Really, really been waiting. Uh, so, yeah, it's Tuesday, February 13th. Last reminder, people, Valentine's Day uh, tomorrow. So uh, get ready for a pretty packed dynamite, uh, actually. It looks pretty good. It looks pretty big? Yeah. yeah, yeah. A Texas death match involving Matt Taven. It looks pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it looks pretty good. No. Uh, big business is moving big business. Almost, according to WrestleTix, almost 6,000 sold nice. for that show. So I imagine that's where we're seeing Sasha and Okada uh, pull up there. Uh, pretty soon, but uh, but yeah, um, and then also today is Fat Tuesday, which uh, like I've heard of, but I don't really know what it is. Do you know what Fat Tuesday is? Uh, you get good slushy drinks there, don't you? Like Mardi Gras? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like is that a place Fat Tuesdays or is that? Fat Ruby Tuesdays? Tuesdays?
1: It, no, it's Fat Tuesdays. Is like it's a bit of a chain. You get cheap. I'm sure, you've been to a Fat Tuesday. I, no, I think I feel like I have. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. It's like a chain, and you get. What? Yeah, it's like cheap shots and, and the, the slushy drinks and those like cup those plastic cups that are like at the bottom and then skinny and then it goes back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what's the point of those like those the the shape of those things? I've always wondered. Is and that it's, easier to hold? In New or? Orleans, you have the the hand grenades. It's got a grenade at the bottom. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. And it good. sticks out. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well. Uh, happy Fat, fat yeah. Tuesday. Sorry. What was Fat Tuesday? I don't know. I looked it up, and uh, it's basically Mardi Gras related and it's it does say that it's the day before ash wednesday now i don't know what that is either oh so it's shrove tuesday shrove tuesday is that the same thing yeah apparently yeah, pancake day oh man is we, could today have, pancake we, day? we could have pancakes did not the international wait no is day. it
1: so lent starts now
2: i, I don't know wow you ask I'm, I'm just
1: that's that's bit shitty timing starting lent on valentine's
2: day Oh yeah, so it's like sorry, I. That's terrible. I mean, like you can't eat, right? Year. Well, Lent, Lent, you, yeah, it's where people be like, I'm gonna. Give what are up you giving chocolate. up on Valentine's Day? Yeah, <laughs> a chocolate <laughs> or B the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's what, I guess you could eat all your pancakes today. Because
1: yeah, the tradition is on. I guess why they call it Fat Tuesday right. is you get rid of all the that's every other the fatty stuff <laughs> in your cupboard so you make oh. pancakes so you're getting rid of your butter oh, I have
2: or, pancakes
1: yeah oh, and man. then and then you're like right I'm giving up fat and chocolate and sugar right. and all that until Easter Easter Sunday and then you're like wow. so then Jesus came alive again so we
2: eat isn't it wow you know a lot that's about bible lessons I was gonna today. say what is yeah. this uh, Peter Popoff
1: I paid attention Andrew
2: Womack I was I didn't have to I didn't go to a Christian school I didn't go to a Catholic school sorry but like you don't you don't learn it in in public really? school in public so school. So in the here. UK,
1: like my my school wasn't religious, but yeah, you have to. You we studied all the religions at school. Wow, well, most of them.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the ones you guys. All the big from. ones. Yeah, yeah, top five, top five <laughs> religions. We we talk we, best match ever. Religion. religion. <laughs> <laughs> we just that's that's another podcast for another yeah. day. Religion talk here on on up next, but yeah uh i hope it's has it been a nice fat tuesday for you uh honestly i ate so much yesterday because it was my fat uh,
1: my staff christmas party
2: last <laughs> yeah night. in so, february <laughs> and
1: they made quite the feast so i nice. I ate quite a lot so i i felt fat all tuesday today right and, Oh, okay uh, all i had
2: was yeah those noodles right nice i still been on eating dumplings nonstop yeah, you're still on my on dumpling, dumpling kick. kick so there's that um I felt I, – I had to uh, dog sit today for girlfriend's sister. They got a new puppy and they, they had to go into the office today. They usually work from home. So they're like, hey, just for a few hours, do you mind like watching this new dog? Half boxer, half like German Shepherd. It looks like Scooby-Doo. Right. So I'm like, fuck yeah. I get to hang out with this cute dog and then don't have to worry about it afterwards. That's the best kind of like dog thing. I've, I had to wake up at like 8.30, you know, 9.00. How to take care of this thing because, it's, again, it's, it's, like, it's like six to seven months old. It's a fucking, like, little kid. It's mm. like you can't leave it alone or else it, who knows what it's eating or whatever. So for, like, a whole, like, entire day, I felt like I had a, a kid. So I want to say, you know, all the parents out there, I, I understand now, like, how fucking hard it is, like, to own for a day. Like, think about it. I took it for probably, like, an hour and a half walk at 9 o'clock. Then had to play with it. Then like had to like, again, keep it entertained. So anytime I was trying to like do stuff for like the podcast mm. stuff or whatever, it would like try to go into different, you know, fucking rip apart, eat something. You know, it's like, what are you eating? Like dog owners definitely know that. What do you? So I was like, oh man, I'm feeling the like, it's a, it's a, it's a job. I, I you know, I always like friends who have dogs cause it's like, yeah. you get to play with them and then see you later. Don't have to, you know. Worry about that, but wow! Like, I want one. Don't get me wrong. When I'm older and like have more money, we get one. It's it's just too much work, and like we we like to travel a lot and stuff. So it's like it's not too fair. But uh, I I I do love dog. I I do love them. So yeah. shout out to uh, Floyd. Who I hung out Floyd with. the dog. They called him Sigmund Floyd. So Floyd, and oh, then God, I call him Pretty Boy Floyd, Money Mayweather. Hmm. But yeah, he looked like Scooby Doo, which I'm just like, do I? Run out and get a green shirt just to take a photo as Shaggy with this dog while I, I am in, mean, like, <laughs> while I'm like owning this shirt. Run out while snuffing in tie dog. the dog up somewhere. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'll, I will say, I will say, uh, I, I walk this dog and people come up to you all the time as well as like a dog, like, Oh my God, it's the cutest dog. Can I pet it? I'm like, It's not my dog, but like, yeah, I can <laughs> touch this dog. But yeah, it made me think, it made me think of like people like, Who have kids and who just like are not ready for it they're like oh whoa wait i gotta clean up poop what is this let's
1: go to the chat (laughs) where we see dicky
2: uh (laughs) who has kids are worse in the chat yeah exactly (laughs) so shout out to parents of dogs cats and kids who definitely are the worst so yeah that was my fat tuesday I had a bit of a fat Sunday you were involved because uh we had the Super Bowl mm-hmm. at your Gabby's downtown Toronto. You had a bit of a watch party there. Well not you, but like the the bar did and uh, I sat with you and some friends and you did some some football squares and we we don't we're not the biggest football fans, but I can get into the Super Bowl. I think it's like the Mecca of pop culture next to WrestleMania, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's the super it's the WrestleMania of football the best bowl out there isn't it yeah there's a super. few i i like the bowls we have that fit all those noodles in it but yeah. yeah but yeah it's a pretty super bowl uh so we got into the game a, a little bit i thought actually it was a pretty better game than the second half specifically than a lot of other ones that i've watched in the past few years at least off recent memory uh but what did you think of usher because we were going in a bit critical i of-
1: i thought he was good like i i still kind of i'm like yeah i'm not the biggest usher fan yeah Uh, i i thought it was a yeah i thought it was a fine enough halftime show like played the hits alicia keys was there
2: you had you see they edited her her first note she unfortunately like botched it and they were quick to like ai that stuff but the original is obviously out there from the live you know people caught it but yeah it was it was a bit rough i thought i thought she was still pretty good uh it's hard to hear your key that's the thing. Alicia, it, but her name is Alicia Keith. No,
1: I know. But like, think how loud it is there. True, yeah. It's like trying to hear what... Because she like found it right away. Yeah. But it was like,
2: oh, you're off. The internet's kind of going off on Usher for giving her that big old hug towards the end. Because she's uh, not married to Usher. So people right, were yeah. like, oh, he's that's like your work wife situation going yeah. on there. So uh, Swiss Beats, her husband, is probably what was probably watching that in the box somewhere. Like, hmm. Don't like that too much. but Swiss Beats? Yeah, he's a pretty... He's, he,
1: Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a
2: cartoon character.
1: <laughs> These are NXT characters.
2: Usher, Alicia Keys, <laughs> Post Malone... <laughs> Reba McIntyre. Yo, Reba looked good. Reba, single mom who worked two jobs. I thought Usher... Sang far too quickly. <laughs> you lost money, I so you're mad. far too quickly. <laughs> she looked good. She Come looked on, good. it's the national anthem. Milk that I thought thing. she sounded good. So did Post Malone, actually. But yeah, Usher, like, I'm not the biggest fan. He's definitely got some hits. But it was interesting because we were at, like, a pretty packed bar. And certain songs the bar reacted to including yeah. myself like when Ludacris came out for yeah at the very end a, a few of us jumped up and a lot of people who are a lot younger all looked at us like yo like mm. what the hell you, who is this and we're like that oh man so i definitely felt a little old but like yeah with Lil john and Ludacris was like it's like one of the biggest songs in the whole world i think that's
1: kind of what they're aiming for, though. They're aiming for that nostalgia for, for yeah. like, our age
2: group, sure. really, aren't they? Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, I, th- I thought it was fine. I, I just find it funny. You As soon as you go on Twitter, it's people are like, right away. The worst. The super- worst. I thought last year's was the worst. And the year before,
2: it's like... <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't the worst. It was pretty. It one was of the, guys, like, the guy
1: sat next to us just throughout the whole thing is saying how much he doesn't like it. It's like, just shut up. Can we... Yeah.
2: Can we try and
1: listen and judge
2: for ourselves? Yeah. Uh he was he was getting mad because they kept cutting. He's like, All they do is cut to Taylor Swift. They've ruined football for me. And like he kept doing that. And then later on, finally some someone, this woman kinda of stood up and was like, Yo, they've probably cut to her for like total of ten seconds. Can you shut the fuck up? Yeah. And he was like, <laughs> Oh, okay, sorry. And then and then actually won one of your squares. He won two of the squares. And yeah. then left. So I was like, fuck yeah, that guy. he I collected it. it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, I, I liked the, the Taylor Swift show. I like how uh, uh, Ice Spice was there. And I was explaining to you what an Ice Spice was. That right. was definitely my highlight of the Super Bowl. But I wish I knew about this before going into Super Bowl. That Nickelodeon was doing the SpongeBob Super Bowl because that looked like a lot more fun.
1: So was it they just kept cutting
2: to it or was the whole thing on Nickelodeon? Yeah. Commentary so because from this Patrick was on and, Yeah. Yeah. So they that's had awesome. Yeah, they had the dudes actually live mocap it. Yeah. for a commentary booth and then they would cut to like different fake bits of like fake fish celebrity and like all these gags, all these jokes. They were like Dissing people, they had SpongeBob uh, like sub, subliminally, subliminally,
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: dissing Leonardo DiCaprio making a twenty-five-year-old joke. Right, they had crazy like whenever they cut the Travis Kelsey, the, his like header was Travis. Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift's boyfriend Right Like they were just like ribbon people I'm like How did I not know I wish you could have Played that version At the bar Like that would have Been hilarious that's pretty funny I needed Like I'm checking out All the memes from it Okay
1: like any Any cartoon uh, To call Wrestlemania This year If you could have I mean that Those guys
2: were Pretty good at it But but so you, you'd go for SpongeBob again, or uh, we've we've had the Muppets at WrestleMania or like at wrestling before, mm. but like the two old guys uh, calling it. But uh, I don't know, like SpongeBob and Patrick, they're pretty like iconic and still like current, and yeah. like kids really still like them. Whereas like scooby-doo and the gang might not necessarily be stewie and brian
1: maybe stewie and
2: brian okay yeah yeah that'd be all yeah. right recognize it's just the same guy though so how would he do is, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just True. the same voice doing it but yeah that would that would be pretty sweet but i i definitely was like whoa there was a spongebob version like next year i'm doing a bunch of shrooms and just watching that <laughs> We got to get the halftime show Spongebob. Because wasn't that like a big moment? And there's a big meme about Spongebob doing the halftime right, show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, who you, who uh, who should be next year? I think it. they said it was in... It's in New Orleans. New Orleans. Uh, we oh. were talking
1: about this at work yesterday. And we were saying maybe Lil Wayne. It's got to be
2: Lil Wayne. Yeah. That would be fucking crazy.
1: And because he... Like the amount of people he's collaborated with yeah. as well, right? You could do a big thing. Yeah. Like have some kind of... Jazzy, it's around the time of Mardi Gras anyway. Fat Tuesday. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be crazy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I definitely, as soon as they said New Orleans, like he was what came to mind. I'm like, whoa, like... That, there's so many songs he's got verses on, and you could cut to different people doing mm. it, like you said. So, yeah, that would be pretty, pretty iconic, and would get again like your generation a bit older, and still like the new age and stuff, and and then a bunch of old angry white people being like, "What is this? Take it away from my football. <laughs> <laughs> Where's SpongeBob?" <laughs> but yeah, uh, so there's our Super Bowl uh, post game report. Yes. I like the
1: uh, Michael
2: Sarah commercial. Oh, sorry. Yes, we didn't mention the commercials. The cream. I use Sarah V. V. The yeah. cream. Yeah, that one. Now, per- Michael. I know Michael Sarah use it. I, I have to. Doesn't it make you want to use it yeah. more? Right. That's how these, these product placements work. Yeah. Right. Like when you see James Bond have a martini shaken not stirred or a Heineken, you want that. When you see Michael Sarah use this cream, you, you you want that. Jade was in a commercial. With Aubrey Plaza? I didn't... Yeah, I haven't seen them all yet. Which one? She, like, you? hits, like, a elbow drop or a splash off the top or something. Okay. Mountain Dew, Baja Mountain Blast. Due? There was a bunch of them, but...
1: The uh, the Kanye one I found interesting. Did you hear about this? Yes, I watched it. So, he goes... Terrible. He
2: looks like he's, like, a terrorist. So,
1: he's just in a car, I think. <laughs> he's in a car. Maybe? It's like a face, says, face
2: video. Uh,
1: so, they paid me $9 million to make a commercial, and I haven't spent any of that money... So go to, what, Yeezy.com. Yeah. I got shirts. I got sneakers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And uh, apparently everything was 28 bucks. Oh, nice. That he was selling on this store. Usually, and his, like,
2: yeah. usually his site is, like, a lot more.
1: And, yeah, everything was 28 bucks apparently. Ridiculous. And,
2: um, yeah, he's made millions from it. Great. Overnight. So. Right, he dropped an album uh, as well, like, the next day, and people are... I kind of like
1: that for a commercial. I thought that was pretty funny.
2: Uh, I think it's because he had to spend all the money on the slot right? from where it was. It didn't air everywhere. Saying we're in Canada, our mm. feeds only actually show about half the things. But about the first or second break in the game, it cut to the one I was waiting for, the one everyone was waiting for, Deadpool. And Wolverine, which during NXT, you're like, oh, I actually haven't watched it. I was like, stop the presses. Mm. We got to watch it right now. I've watched all the, like, dissection videos and everything. Like, yeah, I'm pretty high. I think they said it's the most watched trailer, like, wow, ever in 24 hours. Like, it just blew up. Because it has Wolverine and Deadpool and what seems like a few others that might show up. So definitely a bit of a a nerd, like, Marvel is back kind of vibe coming from it with... With with some of the surprises in the trailer and are gonna they're gonna do what they did with No Way Home. It's like, hey, we're gonna show you some other people. So it, is is Deadpool
1: basically gonna like the X Men timeline was a mess as it is. Like they yeah they messed it up so many times. Yeah, so badly, they? so badly. So he's got to try and fix that and get it integrated into MCU. Is yeah. that is that basically what he's trying to do? Okay, here?
2: so yeah, so somehow he's going to save like the 20th Century Fox, yeah, and merge with MCU all to kick off Secret Wars because it sounds like Hugh Jackman has signed off to do Secret Wars. So I'm imagining, I'm fantasy booking here that we're getting like Hugh Jackman Wolverine, possibly a Toby Maguire or someone Spider-Man possibly some other things all coming together to face like, I don't know, like a Dr. Doom or, or mm. something like that. So yeah, wow, Reigns, Roman, Roman Reigns is Dr. Doom. No, they, that's the big Bang. Right, right, it? right. The bloodline is, yeah. would be the secret war. After village. Cody's failed again. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. You've got to have Wolverine.
2: So yeah, Wolverine and Deadpool, this movie looks pretty sweet. Nice. One of the things they showed in the, in the commercial is Pyro from the movie. So you know that if they're showing him, it's it's they've got a whole bunch of things filmed right i know that we're getting wolverine in the yellow costume finally but does this mean we're getting like cyclops in yellow you know a jubilee a jean gray i want to see everyone in those like the, retro like the original cast right, the yeah, retro ones yeah, yeah. i also want to see gambit show up because like the the multiverse i think is going to open things like the what ifs yeah like certain things that never happened so like that's how you can bring in like Gambit was in what? X-Men Origins? Wolverine.
1: And it was what? Taylor Kitsch?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Channing Tatum has been like in development for years on out. Oh, that's true,
1: yeah. So, like, there's a
2: way you could, because he still says he wants to do it, but like, there's a way you could bring that in. Mm. I don't know. This one looks like there's going to be so many little like things to come, but definitely excited because it looks like you're getting the whole X-Men cast in for it. So, Wolverine in the yellow suit. Yes, please. And we thought he was dead. Can listen to our Logan reviews. Well, somewhere.
1: that's the like the the timelines you can, because that was like way in the future, wasn't it, Logan? I think.
2: So yeah,
1: they they can make it
2: work. Uh Other trailers were Twisters, right? It's Need like to a, watch that. It's like a re—not a remake, but like years later kind of thing, mm. kind of tying in the old movie. But Rip Bill Paxton though, so he's not going to be in, it obviously. True. But I'm imagining yeah. one of these characters is his Who's kid. Who's the woman in it? Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Yeah. She's still you always get confused between her and Laura Linney. Right, yeah, yeah. They're similar, yeah. Um, and then Planet of the Apes, a new one of gotcha. that as well. So yeah, lots of stuff coming nice. out of the Super Bowl. Always got the pop culture stuff mm. kicking off. Uh, so let us know what commercials to check out because maybe I miss some of these damn Canadian feeds. But let's talk about the show we are here to talk about. Sorry we rambled on. Let's talk about some NXT from Tuesday, February 13th from the... WWE PC. Do they still call it the Capitol Wrestling Center? I think so. Whatever. It's the PC. It's a gym. It's in winter something. Florida. Love it. We go to a shot of Noam Dar with cucumbers on his eyes, laying in the locker room with Oro Mensa as he seems to be like meditating or something, preparing for their upcoming tag match against Von Wagner and Mr. Stone when we see the the door to the locker room is open ever so slightly, and it's Vaughn and Mr. Stone as they look at each other, and they yell, sneak attack, as they attack Aura and Noam as they start beating them up, and then they drag them and fight them down the hallway to, through Gorilla, to the ring, as Lash Legend and Jakara Jackson are like, which way did they go? And we see Stone's kids kind of pointing, like, both directions, like, oh yeah. And as we see, this match is now kicking off NXT. Stone and Vaughn versus Mensa and Noam Dar. Uh, Stone is beating down on Aura, but he comes back and hits a huge liger kick, actually for a near fall. Now Noam and Aura Mensa keep tagging in and out. Uh, there's a huge PK for a two. Two counts, but then Vaughn gets the hot tag. He's in with a big boot. There's a choke slam, and then Stone goes up on his shoulders, and a huge, the Lucha Brothers do this, but Vaughn and Mr. Stone, he's got Stone up on his shoulders, and he jumps off his shoulders, and Vaughn's a big dude. He's like jumping off a tree or something here for a huge splash, but in the last second, Mensa breaks it up. That was pretty great, and the crowd really bought Bought it and bid on it, as did I. Um, And then there's a distraction with Jakar Jackson and Lash Legend on the apron, which allows Dar to hit this like chop block. The ref doesn't see it. And he rolls up Vaughn for the one, two, three. And sadly, the metaphor, get away with cheating as Vic Joseph ties in a... They're getting away with cheating like Tristan Thompson, uh, who is the famous... Athlete to cheat on one of the Kardashians multiple multiple times. Oh, okay, nice, <laughs> great, great one, Vic. Loved it. Uh, n- legit, that's not sarcasm, but I'm I'm just like that's a weird you like <laughs> that was a weird one to throw in, but also pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so yeah the the metaphor get the win.
1: Yeah, you know you know what I liked about this is normally um, I don't like when you have these sort of ex wrestlers turn managers who whenever they're put in a, a wrestling role. They're just made to look like an absolute geek And forgotten how to wrestle Like, remember J&J Security Like, it was Jamie Noble and Joey Murphy, Both yeah. who could wrestle And then they're just <clears throat> bumping around doing nothing So I like here that they actually Allowed Mr. Stone to uh, Kind of wrestle a bit Still was way out Like, matched by the others But wasn't playing a complete geek In this I mean, he's I... still
2: jacked He's still in great yeah, shape, Robbie he looks Robbie great either.
1: Like, he looked good Um so I, I quite enjoyed that. Um, I feel like the story's got to continue though, because now this is two and O to metaphor.
2: Yeah. So um, so yeah. So they lost, but the whole story was Vaughn wanted the cup. I I'd, I'd say it should be Mr. Stone now taking the cup taking away from the them. Cup. Though that'd be even more funny. But but yeah, it was funny with them doing the sneak attack. Yeah. The, the callback to last week with his kids. Uh, but kind of a downer that they don't get the win here. You you mm. kind of would have just went with the win to continue the story. Yeah. I think it, it felt like an abrupt end to it because it's like I why would so. why would they want to fight them now if they beat them mm. kind of twice? Yeah. So uh, I do love Stone and just be a tag team with the kids. I don't know if that's a <laughs> a, a touring act the stable.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> why not? Everyone you know, everyone needs a gimmick, and that's that's theirs for some reason. But yeah. Uh, later on, I'll just go to it now. Basically, uh, someone someone says don't mess. He brings up his kids and he says don't mention my kids and he gets upset. So it sounds like Mr. Stone might be wrestling more often. Is okay. what I'm getting at. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, we go. Was th- looking like his last match because whenever we've seen him
1: wrestle in NXT, it's just been as
2: squash, squash. Yeah, he uh, fought
1: Braun right breaker. He fought uh he yeah, and then just remember his, like, random feuds when he was, like, Shotzi. with Aaliyah and Shotzi and all that. The
2: chick from The Six. So,
1: yeah, last time wrestling outside of WWE was in 2019. Where was that? In was- Australia.
2: TNA? No. Wow, nice, okay. Uh NXT has been doing this a bit different lately, and it's where they start the show off right away with, like, a part of the show whether it was this sneak attack or whether it was last week with Mello coming out to make his like promo mm. And then now they start with the, like the intro to the show and the recap of what's everything that's been going on. So it's a bit of a nice touch. I noticed that when I watch AEW, specifically Dynamite for the past few years, they always seem to start off with like a hot segment, mm. usually a hot match, right? And this feels like NXT has been focusing on doing that. Like right away when the, when it started eight o'clock hit, the WWE graphic came up and then it just cut to Noam Dar with the cucumbers yeah. on his eyes, which have you tried? cucumbers yeah, i've done it and it, tea bags it you know it it really works yeah it really feels nice too yeah. refreshing uh but yeah i like this like start the show off and then as soon as that match ended like nine sorry eight ten p.m they were like here's the recap of yeah. everything so it was pretty cool
1: no i like it that way like yeah. starting I, I like you know sometimes when you even just skip the entrances and you're going right into the match Absolutely. like it, it forces you to sort of sit down and watch rather than yeah you know you turn it on I got the recap from last week it it might be a way to they're trying to sort of get more viewers early yeah. on I don't
2: know yeah we go to Chase U we see their classroom is now being re-upholstered re I don't know what the word is but they got all their stuff back Yeah, and we see that we are so back says Chase they say he says that we got everything back and they say that when you let things go if they come back they're here to stay And we see Duke even gets his trophy. Got his MVP trophy back. He's very happy. The students are happy. Chase University, he says he wants to formally apologize to to the members of the Chase U community, the students, the staff, for uh, uh, getting to the semester a little bit late, but we're here. And he says that we've had some dark clouds, but I want to thank, and I quote here, JC motherfucking Jane (laughs) for helping us because we are fucking back Better than ever, end quote. Uh, and then Rizzo shows up from the family, and JC kind of hands over some money, this big brown bag, and Rizzo goes, hey, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad Rizzo, but, I mean, <laughs> her voice, oh, my God. She goes, oh, it feels a little heavy. And JC says, yeah, I gave you a little extra. We made a lot of money on that calendar, so thanks for doing business with us, and, yeah.
1: She's like, yeah, I got places I got to be. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So JC So what
1: what did Rizzo
2: do? Did remember she, there was there was like she ah fuck I don't remember man. It's like they, She
1: helped with their gambling debt, was it? Yeah. But then so they then, had a match.
2: Yeah, and she helped her get a fuck, uh man. I don't I don't know, actually. But anyway, there's dealings. They took out a loan, maybe they helped them pay it. Uh business know. Things. business things, you yeah. know? <laughs> okay. Business. All right. Jeez, do you see you talk too much? that's how you end up yeah. missing uh, so, so does this
1: mean are we, are we to still think that J.C. Jane's intentions
2: aren't honest no because she just gave all this money away to to pay it off Right. so all the people chasing everyone like yeah one more time for J.C. they start chanting J.C. when Rizzo leaves but she's
1: been dealing with Rizzo to what
2: I, I don't know and um, I don't you're know, saying
1: there's just, more of a mystery to this? I don't know. Like, are we still to just trust this guy? Fuck's sake. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, to make matters worse. No, I'm just confused. <laughs> she's dealing with gangsters. Like everyone's, you know, like turn around like, yeah, J.C.
2: Jane, but she's she's dealing with the, the mob. I think I think she was like, hey, we're done now. We're, we're out of debt because we're paying okay. you. I, that's what that's what I got. All you're right. saying like she's actually giving the money to something else. Is that what you're saying?
1: Does that mean you're I, don't, blind? I don't know. I just don't know what you don't this trust deal her. is. Okay, Still.
2: I think she genuinely wanted to. My God, I think she. Genu- <laughs> <laughs> I think she genuinely wanted to save the kid to the college. <laughs> this is so stupid. But then Thea is like, "Great, college is saved." But I have my date with Riley, yeah. and I gotta like prepare for that. I don't know. It's tomorrow, so I don't know why you have to leave now. But like, girls. Yeah. yeah, and Thea kind of like looks at a few of the other students and then kind of like shakes her head so so that's what I mean so now
1: JC's like a goody two shoes and she's upset that, that Thea's not studying
2: yeah so I mean then then it's probably going to what I think that I said last week that like maybe she takes Riley for her own just to be like a mean girl yeah. kind of thing Regina Georgia so we'll see but wow we, I think we spent more time dissecting that but I think we often overthink these segments it's NXT <laughs> It's I, someone's gotta do it <laughs> We thought for weeks that Duke
1: Hudson's poker gambling would have something to do
2: with it. It still should. It It still
1: should. I think we think too much about this. (laughs) No one thought to link that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No one thought to link that together. Anyways, we go to, (laughs) well, we go from that. Things are about to get a whole lot better with the Gallus Gauntlet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Gallus Gauntlet. Ridge Holland wants to face all members of Gallus. So, he's got a bad case of gals tonight. He's got to face all three in a gauntlet, one on one individually, as Ava Rain uh, ordered. So, Ridge versus Wolfgang starts things off here. Wolfgang's just beating on him uh, way too long here. Back sent on and like a suplex. As they go to picture in picture, we come back because we watch on the network and uh, Wolfgang got eliminated. (laughs) So, uh, great stuff. Uh, It was was
1: uh, the Northern grit.
2: It didn't look Because Wolfgang's
1: bigger It didn't look as Quite impactful It's kind of like The Emerald Flosion Flosion Yeah but this one Looked more like A side slam here
2: Yeah Yeah, so now it's Mark Coffey in the ring with Ridge and they're going at it here. Uh, There's almost like a rock bottom from Ridge for a two count and then Ridge hits almost like a a Booker T or a Hardcore Holly-esque version of the Spinebuster as he's going for the pin. But Gallus now get involved and it's a DQ and oh, it's another beatdown. So this whole week-by-week angle of this guy really wanting to face these guys all comes ahead to just a DQ beatdown so he really does in fact want all three because as they beat him down he beats them up instead and smashes I think Mark with the chair like over the back repeatedly and then you just see like all three of them laid out and Ridge standing there and he puts his hands on his head like what have I done Mm. and uh, I do love Vic Joseph but I, I don't like what they're trying to tell the story here is he goes like oh like Ridge is coming to grips on what he's done again, like other injuries he's given to people. It's like, come on, man. Like, this is a guy beating a guy up with chairs. Is he chairs. making, like, Lenny from of Mice and Men? <laughs> he just you know, doesn't he know just his strength? He doesn't know his own strength. I don't or... know. I just don't like, like... I mean, I don't like all of this, to be honest. I, yeah, I, I didn't like
1: yeah, it. Yeah, and honestly, who care? Like, from his point of view, I wouldn't be too upset about hurting Gallas. No, They'd, they're fine. keep jumping you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... I didn't really think this served anyone. Um I thought the match with Wolfgang was pretty boring, ended in the commercial and then you really like we thought we were getting three singles matches really and we kind of got one. Yeah. One and a beatdown and a half. Um yeah, I didn't didn't think too much of this and I'm uh yeah. I I've explained before. I I don't like these oh, I I don't mean to hurt people, it kind of it's it's telling me that this is fake what I'm watching because sometimes right. I accidentally hurt people.
0: You yeah, know, yeah, your, yeah, Your
1: job when I'm watching it is to hurt people. Yeah, That's it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't like. It doesn't and make that, sense. To and me. it's same with some of the stuff they've been doing with Nia Jax on Raw with Becky calling that out. Oh, you hurt someone again? It's like yeah, it's it's wrestling. You're you're meant to like yeah. the performer isn't meant to hurt someone. The character of Nia <laughs> and the character of Ridge should be hurting people. He didn't. He didn't even need friends to do this. Yeah. He did it all by himself. So, so are we just going to get a three on one, no tags or anything? Just
2: <laughs> it really makes these it? guys look bad. It reminds me of like whenever the Mean Street Posse would fight people yeah. all the time. It's like, man, like, <laughs> why do I care about these guys then? It's it never any
1: handicap match. Yeah, doesn't help anyone.
2: Yeah, because you have one person beating two or three people. Yeah, my 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 favorite was. John Cena and Randy Orton versus the entire Raw roster. Have you ever seen that? (laughs) They just beat the entire roster. (laughs) Ridiculous. Good stuff. We go to Stone backstage with Vaughn, and we hear Lexus King kind of interrupt them, and he goes, "Uh, hey, great match. Uh, I got to say, this guy's fade gets more interesting each week. He's now got, like... The beard, the way he's got it all crisp and lined up, but like now with like cuts in between it, like so it connects, like almost Jeff Hardy esque in a way. Oh my God, you just love to hate this guy. Yeah, he says uh, you better grab those brats and make them watch because next next week you'll see like what a real man is and how to win matches. And uh, Stone tries to get in his face, like don't don't mention my kids, man. So I'm imagining maybe. We get a match between these two. Stone but the, and King? Yeah, but then King announces the match. So I don't know. Down the line, but we'll see. We go to the the NXT UK Cup, the Heritage, Heritage Cup. Cup. Yeah, We see the no-quarter catch crew all staring at it, all eyeing it, basically acting all weird and erotic towards like it. Like the one ring, isn't it? Yeah. They're like, look at it, look at it and Dar comes in and he's like what are you doing What? how did you how did you get in here this is my locker room this is my cup get out of here and uh, Dar roasts them and says shouldn't you guys all be in Gulak's basement all oiled up <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of say like oh yeah well you know you, you, we'll, we'll beat the hell out of you and we want one of these we want this cup and one of us is going to take it from you and it sounds like one of them will
1: yeah I, I think uh Dempsey by the sounds of it yeah
2: um but him. their gimmick is they don't tell you so I think it's a, that's like, true like switch.
1: Kemp seems to be interested as well but Dempsey brought up like this cup represents uh British rounds tradition lasting over a century and I think kind of saying that ties in a little with his dad and stuff like that yeah it makes
2: makes sense for him to go for it yeah um I'd like him to be the one to go for it but maybe all, th- all of them are gonna have their shot Freebird rule yeah for the Heritage Cup. Sure, why not? You don't know who you're going to face. that'd be great. Yeah. You don't know who you're going to face and it's going to be a rounds match. That'd be great. Yeah.
1: I, I actually quite like that.
2: Yeah, book it. We go to our next match. Lola Vice taking on Tatum Paxley. So Lola, unsuccessful, cashing in her contract. And Tatum's been involved with the whole Lyra thing as well. So these two come to a head here. Uh, Pax tries to go for some innovative moves. I see she's, like, trying some weird things. Her character is kind of the stalker gimmick, crazy, so I guess that's why. But, uh, she attempts a float over German that Lola gets out of, uh, hits a running elbow that looked nice. Uh, Lyra Valkyria, the champ, comes out and looks to be in Tatum's corner now. Maybe she's like, you know what, I am your friend, kind of thing, because she's supporting her, right? Yeah. So, uh... This kind of distracts Tatum, who's like, Oh, you do care about me. You are my friend. She comes back and fights back with a drop kick and an enziguri. And Lola hits her with the... Re- she goes for, like, the, the Lola kick roundhouse. And Tatum goes to, like, put her hands up to block it. So Lola then shifts and spins around with her other kick, which looked pretty nice for a near fall. And this is when Lyra is, like, helping her, like, Kick out! Kick out! So Tatum uses the power of her friendship to kick out. Uh, there's then a foot on the rope from the kick. And then Lola comes back... Uh, when they're both standing with this like leg trap submission hold. I don't know what quite kind of hold this is. Uh, like like a triangle with the head and the legs. But anyways, she wins by submission. And as Tatum is like lying there, basically unconscious, Lyra carries her to the back.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Lyra sort of changed her heart this week. And
2: even later, because later on she goes like, oh, she's not my she's friend. She's not my friend. So like but- what?
1: It it seemed a bit out of character from the story so far, like yeah, it kind of encouraging the behaviour by going out there to support her. But yeah, lo, uh, I thought again, Lola's looking more comfortable in ring. I thought some of the kicks looked pretty nice, and yeah, I I assume she's calling her submission the vice, the vice, like vice, that makes sense, the right? Lola vice, the Lola vice, yeah. <laughs> um, but looked pretty nice, Tatum kind <laughs> that of. Rhymed. Yeah. uh, Tatum is kind of doing the Joe Gacy thing right now where she's sort of crazy seems to be smiling as she's like tapping out and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Too much of the same thing. I find it's it's a bit lazy. The kind of weird. I'm crazy. Spooky characters right now. But
2: hers is like not so spooky, spooky, but stalker crazy. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't care for it too much, but I do think there's something with Lola Vice. I think she's definitely a, a star down the line We get Tony D'Angelo backstage. He's getting ready for his main event, the tag titles, on the line. And he's talking to Luca Crisofino, who we've seen before. And he's explained to him, like, you know, you ever get problems? You ever need to get out of trouble? You need to contact me. And he's like, who the hell are you? Luca Crisofino. This is when he tells him to get lost. And Stax and Adriana Rizzo come in. And they say that they're yet ready for the tag title match. They got to focus. And that it's not going to be no walk in the park. And uh they mentioned Joey Daggs, and uh they always do this like, oh yeah, that guy that one some guy, guy
1: they've off
2: and he's like, whoa, whoa whoa, Joey Daggs was a punk or some shit like that, so yeah, they're ready for their match tonight uh so it's taken this long to finally
1: uh to meet the a lawyer. lawyer? <laughs> yeah, we've probably they we, probably we should have learned it's a long time ago, didn't we Although, I mean. Crucifino hasn't been much of a character on NXT.
2: I but. mean, I don't want to bring it back to the Chase you thing, trust me. Yeah. But, like, shouldn't it have been the lawyer talking to Rizzo? Be- basically like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get this money to the right place. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, or something like that, you know? True. Continue that. Uh, so, <laughs> we're, we have the tag title match, and uh, that's more exciting than whatever mob stuff, but Rip Joey Daggs. <laughs> we see Lyra backstage. She's with Tatum when Shotzi... <laughs> returns to NXT, Shotzi Blackheart is here, and basically Shotzi put a tweet out saying she wants to come to NXT, she wants a shot at the title, and it's set up for Shotzi to appear here on NXT. I thought that the actual match was happening here on tonight, Mm. and Shotzi basically challenges to a match, and Lyra says like, oh, you know what, you got balls, Shotzi, which was her, her gimmick. Shots, balls, Shotzi, balls, right. She's yeah. Sings she, she about had, balls a she lot. She had balls. She talks about that talks a lot. She Talks about balls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Shotzi says, "Cool. Well, I'll come back next week and I'll take that title for you and I'll go into Elimination Chamber as NXT Women's Champion." So that match is official.
1: Yeah, Shotzi coming across not not necessarily a heel, but, but he, leaning yeah, heel yeah. as this kind of confident, but um, a little pushing her weight around, being yeah. the main roster girl
2: yeah yeah definitely and and then ends with like oh but like go tend to your friend and then walks off yeah and she, she's not my friend and then Tatum wakes up and she's like oh are you okay so
1: well Tatum woke up
2: but was like oh
1: so you've got a match with Shotzi as if she, she's listened to the whole thing right, right. and therefore heard her say she's not my friend
2: uh oh well. Yeah. Uh oh. So yeah, next week Lyra Valkyria putting the title on the line against Shotzi. Do we get the tank returned to NXT? Yeah, I would think so. I hope so. But she's kind of a heel, so maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. But I I want to see the tank. What's what's a heelish version of a tank? Uh, no tank, but uh, I mean a tank is pretty heel. It's a, it's a vehicle of war. Yeah, it's kind of mean. James Bond
1: looked good in a tank, though in
2: Gold. Goldeneye, GoldenEye yeah, it? the Goldeneye tank right, scene Saint is pretty Petersburg. epic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Shotzi will show up like Pierce Brosnan. In Goldeneye. Yeah. She'll show up like Pierce Brosnan and get in trouble with, uh, with that one park, Yellowstone National Park. <laughs> what? Listen to the detox every month here on Poison Rana because uh, Pierce Brosnan almost arrested for breaking oh. the law at Yellowstone National Park. Almost went to – could go to jail. Wow. Pierce Brosnan still could go to jail Wow. for fucking around with volcanic, volcanic ash and, like, things. Also, Dante's Peak, great movie. But, yeah, mm-hmm. true story. He is in trouble with that. But uh, I do love Pierce Brosnan as James Bond. So next week that match is, is uh, happening, Lyra and Shotzi. I don't see Lyra dropping it to Shotzi no. at all. We go to our next match, A- Adriana Rizzo, Adriano.
1: Adriana.
2: Adriana Rizzo taking on Jada Parker. So these two were in the corners at the six-person tag match at... uh, Sorry, what was it? Vengeance Day. So now we're kind of getting a one-on-one to kind of finish Yeah, Jada wanted
1: the match. They... Because the family won the match at Judgment Day, at uh, Vengeance Day, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, and uh, Jada kind of got this out of Ava.
2: She says, time. "I'm not done with her yet." So this kicks off here. These two go at it. Uh, there's a few suplexes from Jada. There's Rizzo trying to get some offense, offense in, but Jada uh, it keeps bullying her and beating her up. She gets her in the corner and does this very Sasha Banks-esque, like Sasha used to do these knees in the corner, but she does it mm. with like her butt as an attack here for a near fall. Uh, Rizzo comes back, though. There's an inside cradle for a near fall. There's then the, the mob hockey punches, a suplex of her own. But Parker comes back with a spine buster and then a running forearm to the back of the head. And then Rizzo gets up and kind of screams at her, like, yeah, bring it on. Come on, I can take it. So Jada runs at her again and hits her with a forearm to the face and a one, two, three. Jada Parker pins Rizzo here Wait with... with, with I, I I can get behind a forearm elbow smash, but I didn't look quite as like a devastating. Like she hit like three of them already in the match, and the match before that someone did it, and the match before that probably saw it. So I would say in general in NXT
1: right now, most of the fin- finishes are pretty forgettable. Yeah, they're all kicks or a strike or knee a smash variation of a neckbreaker, DDT, something like that. They're right. they're not particularly interesting finishes right now. Um, this match didn't go too long. These two are both very new to this, but I didn't think this was uh too bad. I thought that they're clearly uh they've been pushing on commentary Rizzo's like background as a as an athlete. Right. And yeah. we haven't still I don't feel I've seen much of her wrestling, like her losing here, but she did have a nice leap on her dropkick. So she's got some hops, yeah. Yeah, for sure. so I think that's something they're really gonna try and showcase with her, but uh the focus right now is with parker i would say in ring wise
2: yeah and and maybe both of them have somewhere they can go for sure down the line this is still pretty early in their their careers here in nxt so definitely like there's potential here for both of these two to to go i i would suck for Rizzo, though because then eventually you got like a kofi kingston situation where one day she's just going to be like you know what i'm not that italian <laughs>
1: I I think that is going to be. I I was thinking that with, uh, I mean, skipping ahead. Yeah. The family lose the tag titles tonight, and I could totally see Stax and Tony moving up. Right. Like after WrestleMania. Yeah. I don't see there's much left for them to do in NXT.
2: Or she joins them and they're like, this is like, hey, are you good enough to. To go with them right now is like I don't a mouse. She is like, yeah. I don't, I don't necessarily think she's a part of the act that needs to go up with them right away yeah. with them.
1: And then I think it leaves her in a kind of. I mean, Carmella was kind of in a similar yeah. boat, wasn't she? And then
2: faded the
1: gimmick out a little bit. So.
2: And then who would have thought Carmella became one of the, probably the biggest star of them all.
1: One of them, yeah. Of, oh, the, of all the three, three yeah. that
2: she was. I yeah, mean, Big B- Bill's making that claim now. It's I'd true. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I I'd like to see Tony and Stacks go on the main roster, but she uses this but that's fake. What I'm saying. Yeah, the gimmick is weird yeah. on her own. Exactly. If it she's just work, if she's just a gangster Italian mobster chick, like okay, yeah. cool, but like yeah, it's kind of it's a very forced Italian. Yeah. <laughs> she calls it. She starts. She starts slowly. One week, she calls it sauce, not gravy, and she just. Yeah. <laughs> slowly phases it out but like yeah one of my favorite moments is triple h calling out like hey wait a 2nd were we're you jamaica <laughs> someone's gotta do that with her like whoa, whoa, whoa wait weren't you italian yeah what are you doing yeah great stuff wrestling's great anyway so uh that match happened we cut to die jack in his office the office of justice the department of justice <laughs> And I think he heard us making fun of his tape recorder because dude's finally updated his tech. He's got an iPad now.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) He knows how to catch on with the latest threads of watching last week's NXT. And he's watching his match with Ilya when Gacy used the Joker boxing glove mm-hmm. punch thing to hit him in the face and laugh and I mean I got a chuckle out of this it just cuts to him like watching this over and over again and Jack is just like wearing his aviators the reflections in the glasses and he's upset because he lost the match because of Gacy and then you just hear like they edit in like J- Gacy laughing like uncontrollably like like again like Joker level Heath not Heath Ledger but like what's his name Luke Skywalker Mark Hamill yeah like he's just laughing maniacally and Dijak's just like mm. and then he grabs a duffel bag and he opens it and then he smiles and it cuts so what could this mean what's in the duffel bag
1: we'll find out a bit later but uh this feud seems to be going on forever like how many more matches it these probably
2: things? even <laughs> hasn't gone on that long but considering it went on but and then had, had the like match yeah, yeah. ready have they not Considering the guy already threw him off a roof, yeah, and it's still going on, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, more to come on what, what's in the bag, duffel bag boy, die jack. We cut to Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker. Baron mentions, "Oh, Braun, you're getting a little uh, too busy now with all these calls from SmackDown, huh?" I see you. I, I know what you're doing. What you're gonna not care about these NXT titles and and Braun's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. no, no, no!" Like. I'm I'm focused. Don't worry. Aren't you? Aren't you uh, a little busy? You know, still partying from your big win with, uh, you know, what? Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, and uh, he goes, I, "You're going to go to the parade, right?" And Braun goes, "Oh no, I'm going to the parade, but sorry, you're not invited. Sorry, sorry." Which is funny because uh, Baron Corbin has been at some of the Chiefs games yeah. with Taylor Swift, but he was not. At the Super Bowl. Well,
1: that, that's what he was saying yeah. here. Uh, Bron was like, are you going to do that? He's like, yeah, but I'm going to, once we've won these tag titles, I'm going to go to the parade with my tag titles. So like, Corbin missed the
2: Super Bowl. I know what happened. Because he was focused on this game. Uh, it's a cover-up. On up. this match. Last minute, Taylor was like, sorry, I'm giving your ticket to Ice Spice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Braun, sorry, Baron Corbin wasn't there she's like yeah sorry Mm. she's she's got to sing she's got to sing her and perform her new song fart is that what it's called nice is it good what do you (laughs) think it's not the shit Uh. it's the fart uh he then says that after tonight we're going to be champions and corbin mentions he hasn't had a title in six years And says he can't wait, and he's very excited, and and, uh, he's ready. And he says that he's hungry like a wolf, and Braun says, wolf dog. (laughs) Which then, like, he cracked a little bit there. And they say, Braun says that, just say it, just say it once. He's like, no, I'm not calling us that, we're not the wolf dogs. And he goes, all right, but you have to promise me this. If we win tonight, you have to say it at least once. And Corbin agrees that if we win tonight, then next week, I'll say it one time. so that's when i knew we were getting new champions
1: for next week's show (laughs) uh i think these two have really good chemistry with each other like not only in ring but in these skits i think they don't seem overly scripted like there's some funny lines in there but they come across very naturally and uh it makes this team more likable i think
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the Wolf Dog's in action. Someone in the chat here is saying, uh, "Hasin in the chat saying, guess what? Tomorrow morning is Valentine's Day and it's the Valentine's Day parade. So wait, does that mean it's the parade for like the the Chiefs already? No, that's too early for that, isn't it? It's. Strange. Oh my God. It's at 11 a.m. Valentine's Day. Wow. You know what this means, right? Well, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift they didn't get engaged at the Super Bowl because it's Valentine's Day. They're doing it at the parade. You heard it here first, folks.
1: How put, th- these kids have only been together a few months, haven't they?
2: Move fast. Yeah. Wow, it's a love story. Baby, just say yes. Wow, good, good job in the in the chat, Hassan. Thank you. Uh, what were we talking about? We we're dogs. Fuck yeah. <laughs> they don't have shirts yet, but. I guess we'll give them another week. Yeah. <laughs> we keep saying they're that.
1: They're not sure but, on the name yet. That's the problem.
2: They're pretty sure. <laughs> they can make a lot of money. If those damn calendars made yeah. money, just think of the Wolf Dog shirts. That would make money. We go to our next match. Carmelo Hayes taking on Joe Gacy. We have the crowd just absolutely booing Carmelo after his heinous attack on Trick Williams. And then, of course, last week attacking Ilya as well. And we have Melo in control here. He hits his classic flying clothesline on Gacy for a near fall. Gacy's in control. He's smiling and taunting, going under the ring and back and forth. And Melo's kind of, like, getting confused here. When we come back, Gacy hits a drop kick and this running, like, heel kick. A Saito suplex dropping Melo on his head here. This looked pretty crazy. And then a urinagi for a near fall. And then a Samoan driver, which uh, Lyra's been using lately. The Nightwish. It's kind of weird. That- it is, yeah. You would use someone else's finisher. I know wrestlers get mad about... It now, though. Wrestlers get mad, though. You see, Like, I, I, I use Twitter, and I see wrestlers, like, whenever someone uses Swerve's move... he's MJF started using Swerve's move not as a finish. Yeah. And Swerve was like, yeah, I use this on your show as a finishing move. Kind of the same thing here. I think it's happening
1: way more, though, now than it was. Yeah. Like... So many people have a cutter, don't they? A cutter,
2: okay. like cutter, oh, okay, okay, a like,
1: cutter and yeah.
2: DDTs, like some DDTs are a finish when they're not... But not like te- certain moves that like you're busting out now, it's mm-hmm. not like you were using this move right. all the time. It's not like if someone takes like a dragon suplex and uses that a finisher and then you watch like a Kenny match or a snapdragon, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, he's used It's like, no, it's like, it's kind of weird when she just started using this move and now all of a sudden this guy... I'm not saying... No one else has used this move. In fact, yeah. a bunch of people, in De- Santos uses it as a finisher as well, so just kind of odd, but it was a two-count. Melo hits his cutter. There you go, only a two-count two for that, for that thing. Uh, there's a boss man slam and then a code breaker. They're going back and forth here. Uh, nothing but net connects, and Mello picks up the win. Afterwards, Dijak runs in, attacks Gacy with his nightstick, just beating him in the head with it, and then grabs his duffel bag, Takes out a straight jacket and Dijak pounds down, beats down on Gacy and puts him in the straight jacket as the crowd chant, Free Joe Gacy. Yeah. Yes, hashtag free Joe Gacy. Free, free my man Joe as we see Dijak standing tall. So uh, Dijak has tweeted that after a thousand likes, he will free Joe Gacy tonight.
1: So we're getting a straight jacket match.
2: Between these two, aren't we? We're getting a straight jacket. Oh, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen.
1: That's that's what I assume.
2: Yeah, I mean, if they're using this, thing. I'm trying
1: like, to think of what straight jacket matches have there been.
2: Um, in, I think of Darby Allen. That was like some, or was that a de- what was that a body bag match? He's been in body bags. Uh, trying to find.
1: Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I thought. At this point, this was the best match in the in the show so far. Um, they had good chemistry bit of a, and Yeah, I, I thought they were, went well together. A bit weird with Gacy kind of just recently being babyface and Mellow being heel. Like the, I thought that dynamic felt off a little bit during the match. But um, yeah, the, these two gel together really nicely, and I did like the um, what was it like the upside down. Yeah. to the code break it was pretty
2: nice I, I like Gacy I, when it comes to wrestling I know he's been doing this like Joker gimmick and he's done so many of the like weird spooky stuff but when it comes down to it I do think he's talented he is so yeah. like he's someone they trust I'm sure but and him and Melo I feel like they have good chemistry but I feel like these two have good chemistry with a lot of people that they go with uh, so so yeah Gacy and Dijak in a straight jacket match coming soon to NXT possibly what we're getting, a, they need to do a violent death match at this point.
1: So that, how do you win a straight jacket
2: match? You put them in the straight. You put straight jack- them in the straight jacket. Like you just did you it just right did here. Did it already? So but, yeah, Gacy hasn't won yet. You have to. How about this? So you you put both die. Jacking. This is more exciting. You put both men start in a straitjacket and the first guy to get out wins.
1: (laughs) I like that. That's a way better match. We'll try and wrestle each other in the jacket. Yeah.
2: (laughs) The move, the move is a steamroller.
1: No, we're going to have, uh, Gacy will win the match, have Dijak in the straitjacket and then you're going to have a scene in a kind, in like, Dijak's dungeon thing. Right. With Gacy kind of interviewing him now, but he's all tied up. He might it's all very geeky. Yeah, movie, yeah. Yeah,
2: it? very like what is that movie? Seven millimeter? Eight millimeter. Eight millimeter. Yes. Yeah, with well, a Nicolas Cage <laughs> one. Yeah. stuff yeah. film. <laughs> I wanted to say it, but yeah, you said it. I didn't say it. <laughs> so when are we reviewing this? Yeah, yeah. So so either way, we're getting stray jackets and weird shit. Yeah. I guess. But yeah. We see uh, a bunch of some of the women's roster backstage, Carmen, Kalani and uh, is this Ren, I think? No, sorry, this is uh Reese. No, I'm Oh get- Brindley Reese. Brindley yeah, Reese, yeah. sorry. And she's she's nervous when uh, Lash Legend comes in and kind of gets in their face and kind of yells at them and then uh, calls them berry pickers. Mm. So I had to look up that. I thought she said berry pickles. So Br- Brindley's getting ready for
1: like her first singles match. Yeah, right? Tonight. So she's all nervous about it and the others trying to calm her down and kalani is kind of like lash legend when she comes in she's kalani's kind of been picked as the next generation i guess and so her in this role giving advice to brinley lash didn't take likely nicely to it
2: she's like who are you which clearly setting up something with lash and kalani as as well possibly the two of them and carmen and stuff but yeah uh we see roxanne She's backstage and she's watching. We see a bunch of the Divas. Sorry, Divas. See, wow. Been watching too much SummerSlam 2003. Uh, divas, yeah. <laughs> and uh, basically, Roxanne it starts basically being a, a, a very angry here. And she says that she's, she's angry. That Lyra just gave away a shot to Shotzi. Like, what about me? I had my shot and it was stolen away from me from Lola Vice. So, like... What the hell? Shotzi puts out a tweet and she just starts like getting very angry. And Ren St. Clair, who's sitting next to her, is like, oh, like, hey, maybe just Lyra's like, you know, kind of defending. And yeah,
1: she's like, I know what you're feeling. And she's like, how do you know what I'm feeling? You're brand new. You ain't done anything here.
2: And gets in her face and very aggressive. And then Roxy ends up slapping her. Gigi Dolan's backstage there walks in and witnesses this as Roxanne kind of walks out. So heal Roxy in full swing. They seem to be doing a kind
1: of uh, similar to what they're doing with Drew on Raw where I think she's pretty justified in being pissed off, you know? She had the title vacated from her when she was medically cleared to go anyway last year. Yeah. And then was put in a ladder match, never had a one-on-one after that, finally gets a one-on-one and someone cashes in. So I think she's quite justified being mad, but... She's coming across a bit of a stroppy teenager in doing it. Yeah, I found it hard to be like, "Oh, this girl's mean." It's just she looked like she was having a bit of a tantrum.
2: Yeah, obviously they're pushing that she's being heel, like she's mm. being very mean and aggressive, slap someone. But yeah, what she's saying is completely true. So really, you're kind of in her corner, but at the same time, you're like, "Oh, you're being mean, though. Stop, stop that."
1: But maybe this is a good time to try it out. Yeah, it's a good I time don't to try think it. Fits her naturally, but maybe she has been a bit stale since the title run uh as a baby face she's been playing with this kind of meaner edge anyway yeah um i remember about a year ago when they turned bron breaker we we thought he was kind of ready to move up then and was like okay well let's see him do this heel run maybe that'll be good for roxy if you know you're putting a couple of people up already rocks another few months here as as a heel might be good
2: yeah, no, absolutely. She has become a little bit stale. Like, if you're not moving her up now, what is she doing here? So testing out if she can be heel is definitely a, a better choice to see what she can do. Because the wrestling is there, so more character stuff is, is always good. We, get, we go to one of the, more of these videos. The Okada video. Oh, it has to be Okada, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. So it this time it's different. It's got the black screen. And this time it, we hear the footsteps. And it says... Goodness is a man's struggle. Evil, however, is human nature. And we hear the footsteps mm. walking. So it's Okada, right? <laughs> so Okada presumably signed with some big business to AEW. He's not the one. So who are we getting instead? Who is this? Is this Bawa? Yeah, is it the return of of what was there? Tian Shaw Tian Shaw. I don't know. I I don't know what this is, but the footsteps. I I really do hope it's someone coming in that, like, is our mystery opponent for Ilya, which I imagine Ilya drops the title and then we get that. But I I don't know. Maybe we, we get a reveal at Roadblock or something like that. But, yeah, we kept joking for the past few weeks that it's Okada just kind of. We probably were the only two people on the planet being like, "Please Okada, choose NXT over everything else." But No, I I
1: I think oh, choosing NXT. I mean, right, WWE but, NXT whatever, but I feel most people are um like a lot of people I've been listening to have been saying the same as us where they think they'd uh be more interested in
2: him Yeah, 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 for sure. So who is this then? Human Nature? Is it Michael Jackson? human nature. so who are free agents at the moment well who just left free agents hmm I don't know I don't know I'm not sure let us know who it is at Poison
1: Pod. I'm gonna say someone and you're gonna groan like okay but I can't I can't really think of anyone apart from it just being someone they've already got like a boa uh, I believe Sammy Callahan's a free agent
2: and oh. this
1: kind of stuff might suit no, stuff
2: no, he's done no, before. No, 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 no. This is too, it's not hackery. There's no hacking in this. There's no like computerized. No,
1: but thing. he was in a cult as well, wasn't he?
2: No, I don't think that's it. Some people in the chat say Nakajima because there was that story coming around. He's what? Oh, yeah. Uh, All Japan? Yeah. Right? And like the tie in there? Now, that would be good. I mean, everyone, including us, jumped on like, oh, it's oh it's gotta be Okada, but that, that definitely came up with the all Japan thing. Like if they're doing more crossovers then he's one of the Oh their Nakajima big, would
1: be very cool. He's yeah. one of their
2: big guys over there, so like him versus Ilya could be a pretty sweet matchup, mm. especially at like stand and deliver.
1: Yeah, that would be very cool. I, I I didn't think about that at all. And then yeah, Tamatonga, uh, we've we've talked about being a possibility as well. No, I, I like Nakajima. Uh, that would be
2: great. Uh, Dickie in the chat says Rossi Agawa. I don't think he's uh, <laughs> he, he's going to be the one. Uh, someone in the chat, uh, Ginobili says Tonga. Yeah. Right? He's someone that could be it. But so far, Nakajima sounds like the best bet there. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Blue Chris says Davy not knowing it's Pancake Tuesday is shocking.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry.
2: I mean, I also didn't. Did not know until like later today. I
1: had a Christmas party <laughs>
2: yesterday. Excuse me if I'm a little confused. I mean, what day a, of the year we're in? That is a confusing sentence <laughs> yeah. though, to say you just had your Christmas party. It is February. <laughs> it's almost March, man. No, but you work in industry. Usually, that's yeah. that's a common common thing. But it does sound I had my Christmas party in Feb. But yeah, who is it? Human nature? Is it Nakajima? Is it Boa? Is it? Who knows? Sammy Callahan.
1: I didn't say I'd like the idea. It's someone evil I'm like,
2: who's evil. Evil is evil. You could bring in evil. He's under contract. Right. Let's see. We go to our North American champion, Oba Femi. He comes out holding the title. He's got a microphone. He says he says, after that match with Dragon Lee, I'm still champion. I'm still the mountain. I'm still the man. He says that Dragon Lee is a proud warrior and, well, uh, I'm just stronger than him. So it doesn't matter who you send. You can send anyone, but don't send anyone you want back. I will destroy everyone in my path. When Lexus King's music hits, he has a mic. I love how he talks in third person. He goes, the king just wanted to congratulate you. The king wanted to get this off my chest. It was, It's very The Rock-esque, yeah. isn't it? The king says, everyone knows why I'm the king. And basically, I helped you win it. I softened Dragon Lee up and then you came out and beat him for the title. So therefore, the king wants to be the one to take it from you. Oba kind of laughs at him and says that, you know what? Sure, I'll put it on the line against you. But... This throne is not the one you'll be sitting on anytime soon. And as he says that, King attacks Obafemi, but Oba gains the upper hand and goes to powerbomb him, and Lexus slips out and says, I'll see you next week. So next week, Obafemi, Lexus King, North American title. What do you see? See Obafemi retaining. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's... uh, Lexus King's in this weird kind of like upper mid jobber really right now because he hasn't really won much at all has yeah. he uh, and I think this is I, I actually liked Obafemi's promo I thought he sounded very confident obviously he looks incredibly intimidating we've been a bit is he a babyface is he a heel he's come across very heel at some points but next week going up against Lexus King he's absolutely going to be a babyface there and that people are just going to want to see him throw him around i think yeah
2: this is the right call because we were like oh why is he facing dragon lee and all this like he should be babyface they've completely like turned it around and the 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 like the crowd chants behind him and everything like yeah this guy's gonna be a big star and i see him having this title for a while at least until Stan and deliver so yeah so next week the king the king uh we see briggs backstage he's talking about the super bowl but he's saying that uh He's excited about some big matches happening here in NXT. When Brooks Jensen walks in, the camera pans. This was like a uh, like Stone Cold Steve Austin walking into the back of the arena. He's in his like what, dressed to the nines. He's yeah. in like a suit or something.
1: Uh, is was he, he's, he's in his like nice flannel his shirt, shirt or something. In, he think. looked
2: like he was dressed nice for the occasion. Yeah. Jensen comes in like a bat out of hell, and he goes. Last week, he told me to grow some balls, huh? Well, here are some. And he punches him in the face. And there's a huge pull apart. And then it's kind of announced that next week, Brooks v. Briggs. Wow. Nice.
1: Maybe I'm an optimist here, but I didn't see this as like an actual like huge breakup. We hate each other kind yeah. of moment. Last week... Briggs had this like smile before he gave him the Yeah. The he tough did he love. did here too. And even yeah, and exactly, and even here it's like uh Jensen thing, alright, this is what I gotta do. So I we've had the one on one before when yeah. uh Jensen was all what love struck with Kiana. Right. But I think this time could be a, a bit more brawling, but like a bit heavier. But yeah. I think
2: they'll shake hands at the end. I think they'll be good. After. yeah me too I I know Briggs is a bit I mean it either goes that way or Briggs then beats the shit out of him but like because Briggs is definitely leading in heel but he did smile yeah. when this pull- apart was happening and it's like tough love brother. I'm looking forward to it I've been I'm yeah I'm hoping for big things for
1: Jensen so I, yeah both and of them. these two clearly all of them you know should have good chemistry with each other so
2: yeah absolutely um We've been saying the same thing like since the split. Briggs seems like they're going with this a bit bigger heel thing. I'm not too sure. I honestly like them a lot as a tag team, and I still think there was a bit left in that. So maybe not completely shutting the door on that is also not a bad idea. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely, this is our our two guys, and they're gonna fight each other. These are what our are two guys. What are we gonna yeah. do? I mean, we're vote. We're in Team Brooks. Yeah, sorry, Briggs. We love you too, but we yeah. Jensen all the way. And Briggs should hope Brooks has stepped up. And, exactly. Yeah. And then Jensen can go to all Japan. <laughs> I don't know why I keep going on that, but I just want to see it. It'd be pretty good. Or he joins the no quarter catch crew. Like after he, he needs to find himself. He needs to be on his own. He needs to go separate ways. He tries to join all the other factions and each yeah. j- aren't the fit. No one likes to go to the bar after. and He doesn't know how to eat spaghetti. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, like Kurt Angles? <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not just he go- saying random sentences. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he goes. He starts hanging out with scripts. He's in like out in the back in he's those making, chairs. What,
1: he's making a mask, a scripts
2: mask. No, he's with the, like the 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 gang. Oh, he's in the he's in the hood. Mouth. Yeah, he's got grills. Yeah, sitting outside near the electrical box, <laughs> just hanging out with all the different teams in NXT. That would be pretty sweet, actually. Chase you. Chase you? That,
1: yeah. I mean, that's too easy, really. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Maybe it's maybe we don't want this. Hangs out yeah, exactly. with the witches. They're they're gone now, but yeah. They were back like yeah. it the other week, were they? they? Yeah, they were, weren't they? We're Wasn't
1: more than the main roster?
2: <laughs> <Still on. laughs> yeah, true, true. Uh, so that's happening next week. We see a tweet from Ilya Dragunov. He says after his attack last week from Carmelo Hayes, he's at home in Germany resting with his son. And he basically calls Melo a coward and says maybe he'll see him next week. So we're getting some sort of uh, face-to-face encounter with Ilya, probably calling out Melo for the roadblock. Roadblock, yeah. yeah. So we're imagining it's Ilya taking on Melo one-on-one at roadblock for the title. And I imagine Melo gets the title. Yeah, I would think so. We go to our next match. Brinley Reese taking on Kiana James with Izzy Dame in her corner. Kiana James is bullying Brinley for the majority of this match here, putting the boots to her. Uh, And then Izzy outside kind of getting in her face when the ref's not looking. Brinley tries to fight back here. She hits a series of strikes. And this, like... Forward flipping handspring clothesline, like the buckshot, but she flips before. Look really nice. Yeah, it's,
1: yeah, that sort of forwards cartwheel. She she keeps doing it whenever she's entering a room
2: yeah. or entering like the the shop. She she's like this cartwheel. Jack cartwheel, but uh, uh yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. However, the wrestling looked pretty good. I always it forget her name. Meant Brilliant. a really
1: a pretty powerful looking clothesline yeah. she
2: did from it. Uh, eventually, she hits a TKO as well for a near fall, but it's Kiana who gains the upper hand and hits the running 401k and gets the one, two, three, and makes pretty light work of Reese. But yeah. from what we saw, actually, yeah, like she's pretty young. She's really new, but so far, she's the happy, like. Thea Hale, Scrappy Doo, yeah. Miss Mrs. Positivity, and yeah, again, meets Jack Cartwheel, who's also kinda like that as well with the cartwheels and stuff, so kind of similar. She didn't lose here, but she had some a good showing.
1: Yeah, I feel we're we're actually having uh, a lot more um, like women of the this next crop be featured than the men. Like of the men's what I'd say Oba, Lexus K oh, right, okay. and what, Riley? have been the main three. Sure. Whereas I feel we've had more of the women, which makes me wonder if we're going to have a a few be
2: moving up. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. And Kiana Kiana could be someone to be a main focus in NXT. Yeah,
1: elevate a little bit more.
2: With Izzy as her, her heater. We see Ava. She's upset. She's on the phone. She says, yes, next week Briggs and Jensen and Roxanne comes in and she goes, did you slap... Ren St. Clair, and Roxanne's like, yeah, I did. And Ava says, well, you can't go around punching people in the face. Big fan of CM Punk, this Mm. Ava Rain, And basically says, uh, well, next week, Roxanne, you're going to face Ren St. Clair in a match. And Roxanne says, yeah, maybe I'll teach her a lesson. As Ava says, maybe she'll teach you a lesson. Yes. We go to Idris and Malik backstage. They're talking about how, oh, tough break for... For Reese, there losing her match, and Idris kind of jokes like, "Oh, you know, like she's gonna learn that, like just like us, that you know, he's sad about you know losing, and we got to be there for her." Says Malik, and Idris is like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, she was there for us, man. We got to be there for her. She's gonna be down and out. We got to be there in her corner, and Gorilla waiting for her, and we got to give her what the the positives and the negatives, kind of like what she was." Yeah, the jo-
1: Idris is like, "Hey, we should just let her be." mad about it because yeah. then she'll realize how annoying it is when because they've been pissed off about losing and she's like ah just get over it yeah um, and as they're so like makes <laughs> fun of the likes and dislikes
2: so as they're kind of like somewhat saying we need to be there for her but kind of making fun of her she cartwheels into the room she's selling the the injury to her jaw and she's like oh and they're like oh what happened and she's like oh I lost but she's still really happy and, and excited how are you feeling never better but but you lost. And she's like, yeah, but, you know, I learned a lot. And then, and then she kind of goes over and, like, there's no use in being upset over, over losing. Anyways, we'll see you guys later and then cartwheels out of the way. And they're both like, huh, maybe we should try that. So what's, what's to come with Idris and Malik? Are they going to become happy-go-lucky, hippie? They're, they're going to be in a group with this girl, yeah. I, I imagine they're, they're put together with, with her, yeah, yeah and, and be, be- positive.
1: Power of positivity, yeah. Have
2: we, power of positivity. I think we've had similar things, but like the new day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's their thing.
2: It's like Yeah, so
1: Yeah, no Yeah, I assume so. We're gonna yeah. they're gonna start winning matches. They're gonna they're gonna start being <laughs> now you're
2: sounding crazy. No,
1: they'll be happier, they'll be more positive.
2: So they're gonna be, start winning. Well so it's, they're gonna lose a few times and be happy about it. Yeah, and then I guess so. then they win. There we go. See, don't care as much. And then you'll start winning Mm. is what they'll learn. Wait, is that the right? I don't know. Next week, some announcements, Roxy versus Ren, Briggs versus Jensen, Oba versus King, Ilya back and Shotzi versus Lyra for the title. And I'm sure they'll announce some more things, but our main event of the evening, the wolf dogs, or as we like to say, the wolf dogs, dogs. (laughs) the wolf dogs taking on the family. We got Braun and Baron coming out and Tony and Stax with their matching blue uh, leather jackets looking good. We get the family working on Braun Breaker early on here. They keep tagging in and out. The champs here hitting body slams and double team tag combos. Uh, Braun is in. He's in with Tony now. Sorry, Baron Corbin's in with Tony and hits an attitude adjustment for a near fall. Uh, Braun comes in and hits a crazy looking move. Uh, I always praise uh, Monty Brown, the alpha the the alpha male who used to hit the alpha bomb which is in power slam position lifts you and changes it into a power bomb and power bombs you here Braun goes for the power bomb and then turns it into a power slam
1: yeah I need to rewatch this what the hell I'm not sure if it was him countering something I don't know it looked
2: great This guy's pulling out of moves like nothing. I mean, remember Scott Steiner used to do like the power slam standing thing. Like this guy is is a Steiner. He's creating all these crazy moves like that cutter and everything, which we'll see. But pretty impressive here. Uh, So he hits that, but it's only a, a near fall. We see during picture-in-picture Baron Corbin getting beat up as eventually he comes in with a deep six as they come back for a near fall. Tony's in and hits a bunch of suplexes on both these guys, belly-to-bellies everywhere. Uh, Eventually, there's a spine buster for a near fall from Tony, and then he sends both of them to the outside. He grabs Stacks, he kisses him on the cheek, and then he throws his own partner over the ropes, crashing onto both of these guys. Back in the ring, they hit the powerbomb neckbreaker for a two-count. It's broken up just in the last second. This is when Braun hits his flip into the cutter on stacks, just crushing him, but it's only a two-count. There's then a boss man slam from Corbin, and then the family beat up on Corbin as Braun tries to stop it. They throw Corbin into the steps, and then they grab Braun, who looks like he was going for the, the Goldberg slam into the table, but... He's countered, and the family hit the double power bomb on Braun Breaker through the announce table, crushing him. He's sent th- just through it, just on his head. It looked like it sucked. They grab Corbin. They go back in the ring. Sorry, no, they grab Braun and they try to pin him, but Corbin, out of nowhere, like in the corner of the screen, jumps in for the the breakup here.
1: Yeah, that was great. Like,
2: definitely bought that that this was over, but Corbin breaking it up here. Eventually, Corbin hits the end of days on stacks. It was
1: a counter from the Tornado DDT, like kick off the ropes, which looked pretty
2: He was going for his DDT, and he spins this around in the middle of the ring, end of days, and we know no one kicks out of that. One, two, three... And new chance. No,
1: it's end of days and then the spear.
2: Oh, sorry. It hits the end of yeah, days. So
1: Corbin then gets uh, Tony out, out of the ring, the ring and, and then stacks. Stack.
2: Yeah, this spear looked awesome, crushing him here. And Braun pin stacks for the one, two, three. And new NXT Tag Champions, the Wolf Dogs. I,
1: I thought this was really fun. Crowd really got into this. Um, I think Tony and stacks have actually become a really nice team together i don't want to see them split up no Uh, i don't think there's any point in doing like a breakup angle or anything on nxt i think this is a an act that works as a team and you should take up as a team to the main roster uh when they're ready um but yeah corbin and bron just work together i think they're such an entertaining team it's the most interesting baron corbin's ever been it's kept uh like interesting when he's not been in this title picture, uh, giving him stuff to do. Um, and yeah, I, I just thought it was a really fun match. Definitely best match of the, of the night.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Best match on this show. And uh, they won the titles, which is like taking them forward. I think this will be a step up. I, again, I think the family is time to move them up to the main roster. I think these uh, Italian mobster comedy gems have just been hidden away from the rest mm. of the world that need to be seen. I'm saying that ironically it, I think it'll get over. I think this yeah. would work on the main roster and could be fun characters and fresh characters. So like yeah, they've 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 proved themselves a few times and them winning the tag titles was definitely that moment, but like Tony was definitely hit or miss for a long time, but stacks like brought 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 it, man. He's stepped mm. up this kid who's given this silly gimmick and like push through and honestly I, I, I would see these guys on the main roster but
1: even Tony here with his hot tags he's great those, yeah. those suplexes and stuff to bigger guys yeah here he stepped up still.
2: honestly these two should be going away from NXT in the future mm-hmm. to Smackdown after Mania season at least because I think they're, they're a character that should get over yeah so but the Wolf Dogs the, the call is new chan- and new Braun and Baron Corbin so it's like oh, she the didn't next say week
1: they're gonna next celebration week
2: celebration and whatever Um,
1: You know, after all these years of uh, the hatred towards Baron Corbin from so many fans, yourself included, ending the show with a you-deserve-it (laughs) chant, like how it all just comes around. Six years since he won a title. It took a long time, but... His first ever NXT title. His first ever NXT title. What was his main roster title?
2: Probably US, I would say. I don't know yeah I'll you're definitely asking the wrong guy yeah. <laughs> but but yeah i'd say u.s title okay like mid card i think yeah. it was the ic well, I'll have a look. classic ic champion baron corbin uh i i know that this is the best run he's had like full stop it just works so well with him and Braun breaker
1: oh yeah you're right u.s champion US I'm champion, the, Andre the Giant, Money in the Bank, King of the Ring.
2: Yeah, he made his debut in the Andre. He did. Yeah, I, you didn't know I, I'm the biggest Baron there. Corbin fan? Come on, I know everything about this he's guy. He in a match with Shaq, right? He's in a match with Shaq. Yeah. Wow. He's someone who can make a comeback. Anyways, I, I like the Wolf Dogs. Um, Braun Breaker is definitely the the project for WWE. In the next years, he's going to be the guy. But this is, this is working so well, making Corbin feel... Funny, it's funny that like these two are, in fact, a holes like they've been joking about, and now they've not only won the Dusty Classic, but for us the the viewers, the matches and the story has been pretty funny, pretty entertaining. The matches have been good. This match was good. They won the tag titles. We've been predicting that the Stand and Deliver should be them, like in a big focus tag team bout, possibly yeah. the LWO, possibly Malik Idris. I don't know who's the team, but they should have these titles all the way to that. Uh, stand and deliver and then help bring them up on the main roster as a tag team unit possibly. Right. Like they could work that way too. So who knows? But overall uh, some good stuff on this show, some not so good stuff, but leaning into like the, the, the the main being the the most fun I I had on this show with the the tag title match.
1: Um, I just had a a little look who Corbin uh, beat for the title.
2: Oh, who Corbin beat for the title. What year was it? Okay. Six years ago. Yeah,
1: October 8th, 2017.
2: Uh, It's probably like someone really good. I don't know.
1: He beat AJ Styles for the title. Yeah. He then held it for 70 days, dropped it to Dolph Ziggler, and this was something I completely forgot. Dolph Ziggler, a week later, comes out, leaves it on the stage, and walks out. And everyone's like, oh, he's, he's left. He vacated the title. Yeah, what happened? He left WWE, and then he just returns in the Rumble a month later. And
2: Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it was really weird.
1: He's like, this title is shit. Yeah, it was just very odd. Kind of it. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed NXT tonight. I'm looking forward to this road to stand and Deliver and, and Roadblock and all that. But yeah, I, the tag match tonight definitely was, was a lot of fun.
2: Uh, Ginobili in the chat says, Corbin will turn on Braun for associating with Paul Heyman. Ooh. Yeah. Breaker could be the next Paul Heyman guy just yeah. cause like he's, he's, he's gotta be like set to be the next prophecy of WWE for sure. Corbin's just gets to be his coach. I wonder right
1: if he, that is the Gunther match. Um, because reports are that it was meant to be Brock, Brock and Gunther this year. And Pretty wild. Braun took Brock's spot in the Rumble,
2: apparently. Yeah. Why not book it? You think it would be Dom versus Braun yeah, maybe. for throwing him out of the... True. you threw him out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was uh, that was NXT. Some ups, some downs, but we're on our way to a roadblock in a few weeks. So, next week, Ilya coming back. All those other matches announced. Yeah, it's, it's an all right time. There's some good yeah. stuff cooking. We got Joe Gacy and Dijak fighting in straight jackets. And Chasey is saved. And,
1: well, let's go to feedback, shall we? Yes. On the Facebook group. Uh, do you have it open there?
2: I do not, so okay, go for I'll it. Start. We'll
1: start with Magan, who says, NXT continues its streak of quality tag team wrestling. The Wolf Dogs winning the tag titles puts Bron's main roster prospects on hold, and for good reason. It's paid off huge for both men. Corbin looks like he's enjoying himself a lot more, and Braun got something fresh to do after spinning his wheels for months. Melo Gacy was good. Obafeni found a lame as a baby face and it's the right move because pushing him as a heel felt forced. He's got a lot of charisma for his age. Chase U is back in business and just when they can move on. The D'Angelo fam reared their heads. Damn it. I was just starting to warm up to JC Jane.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So he thinks there's shady. shady Cahoots. Yeah.
2: There's some shadiness happening. We'll see. Cause she's actually making it JC. Right. Maybe. Yeah. That's possibly what she's doing. And then we go to Frank, BDE champ. We live in a time where Corbin gets you deserve it chance. Yeah. <laughs> it truly is a new golden age. Sorry to see my boys, Tony D and Stax have to lose, but it's totally the right call as they have caught lightning in a bottle with the wolf dogs. Great main event tag. Elsewhere the chase you is back up and running. Hashtag thank you, JC. Casey and Mello had a good match as well tonight. The Rocks heel turn tease, though. And how about fired up babyface, Mr. Stone? Incredible stuff with him and Vaughn and the Stone Sons. Pretty fun episode. And we have a stacked card for next week as well on the road to roadblock. <laughs> the, yeah, road to roadblock. the road to roadblock. Thank you, Frank. We love you, buddy. Uh appreciate all of you listening to us here, wherever you may be, whether it's the podcast form or the YouTube live in the chat, or maybe on the replay there here on the post-wrestling feed, hit that like, hit that subscribe. Again, we are Braden and Davey, Poison Rana. Search that in your podcast app to get all the other podcasts that we do. Tons of free shows every Sunday. We go live on our YouTube page as well. Follow us on there. And then uh, we have tons of other free shows, Shot in the Dark. John Ceno fills you in on all the wrestling in 15 minutes or less. I know he's going to talk about this week's episode of WOW because he also, too, thought it was possibly the best one yet. And I know he watches Ring of Honor impact all the wrestling you may or may not watch. I know him and B are working on a new What Up Doe possibly Mm -hmm. next week. The Eagles Don't Hunt Flies just dropped from, from this past week, so... Lots and lots of shows, and if that's not enough, yes, patreon.com slash Poison Rana. Five bucks a month to become a friend, and you get access to over 500 shows in the catalog. Movie reviews, wrestling reviews, retro NXT reviews, and so much more. So support your small-time content creators, and if that's not enough, I want to say thanks to all the people sending in the tweets and, and photos. Keep them coming. Of your merch yeah, from chop teascom We appreciate and love you people so much. You all know who you are. You've been sending them in. And if you haven't sent them in, we'll always retweet it at Poison Ronopod because we love the support. So really, really appreciate that. And get yourself a, a hat, a shirt, a hoodie. It's cold out. Kind of. It's global warming and shit. But maybe wherever you are, it's cold. Get a hoodie. Maybe you're in Sudbury, Ontario, and you need a hoodie.
1: Maybe your elbows get cold, but your wrists are warm enough, and get a baseball
2: tee. Baseball tee. We have all these designs. The baseball tees look nice. They
1: are pretty nice. They look so good.
2: I'm so happy we can like choose all the different. You got the. We got that new CM Punk frog logo that you cooked up, and like that on a baseball tee or the ringer Mm -hmm. looks so so proper, and the site looks proper go check it out chop teas.com. the post boys are on there we got the Wrestlenomics. i know there's going to be some more dropping but we got all our merch there so go check it out dickie's been killing it on that site and appreciate again all the people out there buying the frogs and putting them on their heads and on their shirts really really do appreciate it but at poison rana pod twitter instagram like i said for all the updates we will be live on sunday for a new poison rana live yeah i myself brain harrington twitter instagram oh wait
1: wait we didn't talk about Scott Demore. Oh, man. Apologies to Scott Demore. <laughs> we're out of time.
2: <laughs> oh, man. We forgot to talk about him, and then someone asked as we were signing off on Sunday, and we totally didn't talk about him. Man, I guess we'll have to wait till Sunday. You <laughs> <He> got
1: fired. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry. I, like, I like Scott yeah, Demore a lot, no, actually. He's, he's fucking awesome. He's good. Hopefully. He's good. It's a shame. It was weird. We'll talk about yeah. it. Hopefully, we'll talk about it on Sunday. Yeah okay sorry all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well uh, thank you everybody I myself Bray Harrington Twitter Instagram at the Bray D and
1: I am at Davey Portman
2: that's it that's all take care goodbye be safe and uh, shout out Taylor Swift Oh boy, my girl